0: You're listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration. We're out here at Los Globos in Los Angeles with the band The Oy Scouts. I'm Jack. What's your name and, well, what are your guys' names and what do you do in the band? I'm um, Chris.
1: I'm
2: the singer. Adam, drummer. <clears throat> I'm Matt and I'm a guitar player. And we have our
0: bass players
2: outside the van with a bag of cheese, doodles, and an empty box of pizza. we going to let him just do his thing. Sometimes you get to sort of like let him, let him figure it out and we'll, we'll we'll get back with him maybe later. But he's going in. He's on a mission. Let's just, let's not even analyze it. I think we can all agree on that, right?
0: Yeah. Good thing we can't see, or good thing he can't see through the tinted windows and know that we're doing an interview of the Oy Scouts without him. So you're doing your first show, well actually you did your first show yesterday Absolutely. in California and you're, this is your second one. Is it second one in a couple years or is it in decades or how yeah, long? Not to age us, but uh, we, uh, our last show was March 2000.
2: Details are foggy of when what the actual last show was. We think it was like in PA, it was like a casualties Veruca show. And um, that was March 2000, so, you know, 17 years and change or so, Um, here we are, playing some shows, and last night was like, uh, I can't even analyze how, just how, the response was just, I didn't think that existed for this band, and it was just, to hear people thank us for putting out songs and telling us, uh, you know, how young they were when they got into the band, it's just like, uh, it's amazing, so, unexpected, without a doubt.
0: I thought that was kind of weird, too, because you guys haven't played in like, what, 17 years we just years talked about? Now. So what do you think makes it so people are still interested in the band after so many years? You
2: no, know, I was asked that a few times yesterday, and I, I, I want to say that we were a really young band. I mean, we sounded young, we looked young, and um, I just feel that, you know, with the Internet, you know, so of course, this was all pre-Internet, now that um, kind of, you know, new kids are getting to punk, you know, 77 bands, 82 bands, you know, early American hardcore, New York, Canada, uh, New York, California, Um, people see, whoa, there's this really young band that was doing stuff too. And like, I think they really are attracted to that. And just maybe it's, maybe it's more approachable. Um, and, um, you know, we had really good distribution. We put out these little records, little splits and comps here with friends bands and, you know, little tapes. And it just seemed to, uh, just kind of like fan out, like, you know, slow, but steady. And, but the internet, it's not a fad anymore.
0: When did the band start?
2: Early 90s, early, uh, late 95, early 96. And we uh, put a, a real fast set together. And we um, just, just uh, like we were racing time, we just wanted to play so bad. Started playing small shows, hall shows, VFWs. And, um, you know, even like in the local little scene, it was, you know, there was nothing else to do. So, like, the whole school would show up. You know, the jocks, the hippies, the goth kids, the metal kids, punk rockers. So, uh, it, I think that also helped us too. We just had for lack of uh, any other place to go or to do, everybody just really was united. It was kind of a maybe a rare thing, but...
0: So. What made you guys decide to start the band? I feel like in the
2: beginning, um, it kind of is your identity. If you have, you know, it could be something as small as writing a song about, you know, trouble with a local cop, uh, you know, a girl, I mean, um, family, politics, like, uh, to us, it was kind of like our identity. Like, you know, we were kind of carving out a little piece of punk rock, whether it was, you know, whether we were going to play at the, the downtown Moose Lodge or, you know, someday get a show at like CBGB's or Pipeline or one of these big clubs we idolized. So it was, I think it was really like, you know, carving out a little piece of like our identity. We wanted to maybe show that we had something to say too or, um, and it was never really about, we never thought we'd put our record out. We never thought we would, uh, even play more than a few local shows. And, uh, so yeah, it was just, um, it was very natural just to start it. We were passionate about music and had all these different topics in our mind and you know, different struggles and then the band just blossomed. So.
0: And you called it the Oy Scouts? <laughs> I
2: called it the Oy Scouts, yes. How did that come about? Gabe, the uh, bass player, one of his friends in a band just uh, was messing around, probably making fun of him because he was a young kid and said, oh, you know, you're like an Oy Scout. You should be like a, your band should be the Oy Scouts. And it was just catchy enough, just dumb enough. Maybe it could work and I like it. It's, it's weird when you tell someone, because you have to say, oh, I, exclamation, working class, oh, this is a British thing. And this, it's kind of hard to... Uh, like, if you tell an old lady on the street, it's not as easy as saying, like, oh, I'm in a band called The Bad Dudes. You know, if you're like, I'm in the oi-scout, like, what is... It? So you always have to, like, explain it a little bit, but... She might get confused that you're like, an okay, oi-band. You like, like, record or now, like, you whip out, like, a, like a phone, or, like, uh, the actual record cover. It looks somewhat believable.
0: Okay. Speaking of records, how was the record release process like back then? Was it still yeah, releasing did. records, or was it cassettes, or did CDs come out yet? That kind of deal.
1: About when we started, is uh, records kind of started like going down downhill, you know? Uh, so a lot of people were releasing CDs, but there was a guy uh, who ran a local record label like where they were from. Who uh, who he did a lot for us. He, it was uh it was on it was Squeak Tone Records, and they put out a uh, they gave like small bands like us a chance uh the first yeah, he put out compilations, uh that, that came out on C D and then he did a few seven inches. Uh he did uh, our split seven inch uh it was a Boy Scouts Blind Society split seven inch and uh it, it was cool. Like we were seventeen I was, I was seventeen at the time and uh we were seventeen and uh you know I had my own record out. I was like I remember seeing an art class I remember seeing in art class cutting the covers and like people were like, What the hell is that? What are you doing? Like I'm like, I have a record, like whatever, I don't care, you know. Uh, but the, you know, the process was just, you know, you make like a, you, know, you press like 500 of them, try to sell them at shows for like three bucks a pop and, you know. Was, uh, a, lot,
2: a lot of labels, at least, I mean, back then, you know, small, yeah. your, your payment was almost like, you know, okay, you get, uh, you get 50 records that are yours to sell. And back then, you know, you sell 50 records, it's just enough to now maybe, ooh, maybe we'll do some shirts, maybe we'll get some pins. So it was always like, that was like the little incentive, and at least for us I don't know how it is for other bands but we were we literally had like this kind of like little ecosystem of like a little tiny VFW here and a little club here and you know the record label here and this and this kid works here and he can get us this he can steal something from the shop right and this kid can steal pens from the the whatever store and like this kid can get free copies made so everything just really was kind of like this little ecosystem that just kind of and I even see it out here now. You know, we have, like, our merch guys, like, you know, printing merch before here. He's, like, drying merch right now. So it's, like, it, punk rock to me has always been, like, you know, you don't need to really venture outside of it sometimes, which is, like, it's a rare thing. It's so cool that, you know, everything's just all contained. And, um, yeah, so putting out records was, like, you know, we, everybody would kind of funnel in and fold records, like Chris said, you know, fold inserts and put in the card and the sticker, and it was just, it was exciting. I mean... Even back then, when records were rare for like mainstream, you know, music fans like to have a record. It just it feels a little more uh, serious than like, oh, here's my CD. But when you have actual clear vinyl, like I'm, I'm a record nerd, we're all record yeah. nerds. So, you see clear vinyl and your band's name on it, it's like what? It's, it's well, a, Anybody
1: can go to the store. Anybody can, with modern
3: technology that most people have, anybody can make a CD. You know, and which is a great thing for the spread of music but
2: nobody can make a fucking vinyl in their house unless they have a pressing plant. You need some so. serious machinery wax and heating yeah. elements and so, I mean there's just more there's more effort that goes into an actual vinyl on top of all of the nostalgia
3: that comes with it and the fact that you know I, one kind of
2: funny cool. thing is I remember um, you know they got the label he actually sent it to a somewhat local you know I love. A pressing plant that was somewhat local where you talk to the people and stuff. And I remember a couple times they got, you know, when they do like the test press, the guy would listen to it and get back to got the label and be like, wow, this is some like hard shit. Like, this is like, like, there's some like really like serious songs here. Like, and that always stuck with me because it just seemed like he was, uh, you know, we were kind of like slowly infiltrating. Like, once someone heard it, like, it was not just your, yeah, just a boring song. Like, it was, there were cool topics and like, we always had really wacky cover art and stuff, which is really popular because we were been selling like a lot of shirts, which is like really weird. But um, yeah, so yeah, to answer your question, the process was just, I felt like it was just kind of like this small, close-knit little ecosystem of people. Everybody had a role and it was like, it wasn't about, oh, we sold more than you guys. It was like, oh man, hey, give me 10 of your records, I'll get 10 of mine. So you
1: would trade, uh, trade records with your friends' bands and you sell their records at your shows and uh, also, uh, There was also Charge Records, which was uh, Jay Casualty's label, and he would always put out, like, he would put out comps, and he would put out, like, uh, he would put out, like, you know, local, like, punk bands. They went on tour a lot, and I think, like, he put out, like, a band in, like, almost every, every
2: area. He put out his his first big punk comp, and we weren't on it, and I was like, oh, man, I would love to be on that, and then we ended up being, like, the first kind of real release of one band Mm -hmm. on the label, so that was really cool. So that record, I mean... uh, I see it on eBay for, like, ridiculous amounts of money. I'm like, oh, if only I kept, like, ten of them. But, um, yes, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, that process was just really fun and, like, special. It wasn't just, like, oh the, rec- oh, the record's coming in tomorrow, here's the boxes. It was, like, everyone was putting together, and it was, like, it was this real tangible kind of cool little thing. It was, like, proof that we carved out a little niche somewhere, even locally. So that was... And it's
0: very difficult for people to copy.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Well, hey, now kids just, they just, you know... Uh, I mean people make bootleg shirts, they make bootleg so yeah. I mean I'm sure some could just... you know, if they really wanted had the money, they can a lot of people bootleg like rare records, like minor threat yeah, records. Yeah, like misfits. Yeah, my misfits, my
1: misfits. My misfits call cool records of bootleg, my antidote thou shalt not kill seven inches of bootleg, like so, a lot so, yeah. Money in
2: bootlegs. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of money in bootleg, but you know, we don't we don't really care about that though. It's like we we're not like we're not trying to live off this. We're not trying to like yeah. you know, if people wanna
2: there's a comp. Copying there's a compilation, stuff. or I forget if. I hope I'm not insulting a band. I forget if it's a compilation or a band's EP, but it's called Oi Don't Pay the Bills." And I always thought that was cool because it's like, you know, it's not something that uh, no, I, I can't. I, I, most people we knew never in a million years thought they would. Uh, there's Ivy and Lance right now. Sorry, those are our friends. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's that process. Just it's still special to me. I, I mean, right now there's a kid right now who's probably like 14 years old. just like I'm putting out a record next year. Like somehow, like. So that was the driving force, just have a record, you know, to flip through your record collection and see like your favorite bands, like, you know, serious bands, like Partisan, Exploited, and vice versa, Yeah, and then your, your band, you kind of like put it next to the ones you like the best, and like pretend you're like as good as them. But, um, yeah, so... <laughs>
0: Since we're talking about music so much, let's take a listen to one of your songs. Let's take a listen to uh, Oi Punks, since uh, we're talking about Oi and all that fun stuff. So you're listening to the punk rock demonstration out here with the Oi Scouts. Here's a song by the Oi Scouts called Oi Punks. Welcome back. That was Oi Punks by the Oi Scouts. We're out here with the Oi Scouts in Los Angeles, and we've been talking about lots of stuff, but I want to talk about your merch. Are you still using your merch from, like, centuries ago, or you printing a new one? Or? You know
1: what? It's all brand new. It's brand
2: new, but what's really funny is um, we only really ever used one design. It was kind of our really, like, funny, kitschy, uh, it's the Simpsons kind of punk rock and skinhead, and they were kind of beating up Chief Wiggum, um, which is, like, we didn't think it'd be so popular, but... We printed that maybe you know a few times in like like 1997, and most of the a, a big part of the run of shirts, the person inverted them, like wrong. So it was a completely like almost like a negative, and they all sold. We just you know, we we didn't charge a lot, but um, so we had to bring that one back. Um, we kind of made an, an exclusive, you know, California logo. We have like this punk Mickey and Goofy, and they're kind of like standing one standing on New Jersey, one standing on California, and because I mean. You know, not to keep going back to like our local small scene but I mean to us it was literally like unity was like there was no other choice because there was what else are you going to do so we you know I'm spilling beer we um so we kind of you know we always seem to go towards logos that are like I don't know very you know unity driven and so I'm glad I'm glad you know I'm glad we kind of made something exclusive for California and like those shirts are selling really well so um we yeah. just found
1: out um we found out yesterday uh from uh that there's still some records left. That uh, charge record still has uh, a couple records left, and they sent us a text asking us to, if we wanted them. But I.
0: Oh. 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 Yep. So we were just interrupted by someone crashing into someone our crash into, <laughs> into the, the Boy Scouts tour yeah. van.
1: We're traumatized right now. It's yeah. just. I
0: don't even know what to say. We're gonna have to play another song. Play another song. <laughs> Let's take a listen to uh, the song called "Anarchy People." Since our heads hurt from one of this little accident here. Back, that was Anarchy People by the Oy Scouts. You're listening to the punk rock demonstration out here with the Oy Scouts. Yeah, apparently, they
2: just do whatever they want. Apparently, they hit punk vans and they, I don't know, we made it out alive.
0: That's a good thing. So, I don't think we ever talked about where you guys were from. So, where are you guys from? Well,
2: everyone throughout the years has moved and come back and left and you know, reestablish themselves, but um, I was from a small little town, uh, Newton, New Jersey and where our record label was and a lot of the little places and Chris was um, South Jersey so through the years everybody kinda came back and forth and and um, made it work you know it's like uh New Jersey's not as big as California so you can you know from top to bottom maybe it's four hours, hours yeah. yeah so you could you know bands will drive two hours for a show or you know driving. And we drive, you know, even now today we drive how far for practice? Maybe each of us thirty, forty,
1: yeah. Yeah, half hour each. Yeah, so, I live in I live in Jersey City now, yeah. but uh, I'm from a small town called Howell. It's like by the Jersey Shore, like yeah. I guess near like Asbury Park. And so uh, he's
2: more like a South Jersey, Central South. I'm um, North, and um, some of the other guys were North and then moved East. So um, we're, we're still in a good area where we can actually like make these crazy adventures happen. I think, right? Yeah. So. Uh,
0: it's sort of like California, where you live like maybe 10 miles away, but you still go like two hours to go see a exactly, show. Yeah. <laughs> and it still
1: takes two hours to drive 10 miles in California, which yeah, is very, uh, very, very, really is, strange. Is, at try. least
2: with like the people we know, everybody's like got a million things to do and partying, having fun. When someone's like, oh, I'll be there in a little bit, we're finding out that means like I'll be there in like two and a half hours yeah. or three hours. Yeah, yeah, everything's
1: really a sl- lot slower out here. Everything moves a little bit slower than back home. It's like... Yeah. You say like I'll be there in twenty minutes, like you're there in twenty yeah. minutes, you know. But like, and out I've noticed here,
2: about California, like we got we had a stop in San Francisco, I, I saw people smiling and yeah. people just like stopping to like smell the roses and talk and have fun, like in like you know in Jersey City and New York City, like you don't see that. People just yeah. like 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 tunnel vision. They're like there's like you always
1: got to look like you know where you're going. Like, I, like we're standing outside, I I'm standing outside you. the uh, airport, and this guy comes up and just starts talking to me. and I'm like, what? Like what, what's wrong with you? You know? Like <laughs> and he's like, oh hey, what's up? You know? So I was like, oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, I forgot. I'm not we in New York. Crazy, I'm not in like, Jersey City. I like, you know, had to be, like, uh, uptight, I guess. Yeah. You know?
2: well, we met this really cool musician outside, and uh, I was like, he's like, oh, what are you doing here? I'm like, oh, we're playing show from New Jersey, and I just kind of felt kind of cool about it. I'm like, oh, what are you doing? Because he had a guitar on him. He goes, oh, I just got back. I just did. He was just like just literally had been through like Europe for, like, three weeks on his own like with a guitar, and somewhere else. I was just like, oh, wow, that's awesome. So, like, you know, any time I see a traveling musician, I'm just like, fuck yeah. You know, just bringing that little tiny piece of yourself
0: somewhere. So you guys are printing new merch and all that stuff. Does that mean you guys are officially back together or what's going on here?
2: I would like to say the Oy Scouts, barring some unforeseen cataclysmic event right now, I think we're back. Um, I've been uh, you know, I've been writing songs ever since the band broke up, all different styles, noisy, alternative y, you know, thrashy, fast. And it's really funny because all the song you know, when you write songs you kinda weed them out as you go and some kinda stay, some and the ones that now that I like love, I just know are like you know I want to get you know his vocals on him, have him write lyrics, and it's like kind of like this weird transition where like my musical style's not came full not came full circle, but like it just it's like really feels like like I'm like like we get hit again, that's awesome. Like I'm I'm writing songs now like for the same reasons I wrote them when I was like 15 years old, just because like 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 there's something going on in politics or something going on in you know some social cause that just like is like. Like burning me up, or like you know, making me feel humanity. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm writing again to the point of like it's for the right reason. So maybe that's why it took so long. I mean, plus
1: like you know, now that we're older, uh, we had to do like the real, the proper punk thing, and that's like put out a new wave record or a heavy metal record. So we've been like arguing a lot about like yeah, whether right? whether Definitely. we should go like Grave New World or whether we should go like Second Empire Justice. So it's like it's really uh, it, you know, the it's possibilities hard. are yeah, endless. Yeah, the but possibilities either. are endless. Maybe it'll be a mix of both metal and new wave. I don't know. You never like, know. Yeah, a
2: little new wavey uh. Era for the band or something. Yeah, like. I think I think
1: it's time to go in that direction. Yeah. But yeah, I think
2: we're back. I mean, you know, our lineup is just solid. Everybody plays perfect. Like, there's no, there's 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 it's just you know we everybody feels their instrument. Everybody feels the songs. Like, um, you know, people last night at the show we played. Like, you know, I wasn't even singing to the mic because so many kids were singing, and I, I kind of realized that you know if someone sees your band singing the lyrics, you know, some guitar player, some bass player singing the lyrics, you know, it's not for vanity, it's for, like, you feel those words, you know? So it's like, I felt like a kid in the crowd almost, even though I'm kinda of playing the guitar, I'm like, it was really like this, like the sea of like, everybody just felt the same, and was like, like living these words that we wrote. So that's like, ultimate, like, you know, I don't need anything else, you know?
0: You gotta be careful, maybe one of your members gonna replace you with one of those members well, of the crowd.
2: I'm actually the only member who has ever played every single practice, every single show, has never missed one anything call it OCD call it anal I even when I was a kid I even had my mom we like saved up for some like big big Florida vacation or something and I was gonna miss a show and they're like oh well we'll get a replacement I like freaked out I was like 16 I had, or 17 I had my mom like change the tickets so I could come home like the same day get a ride to the show and I played the show so my record of never missing one always got event is unblemished and will remain so unless I die today in California.
1: As of, as, of, yeah, as of yet, I haven't missed anything, so. Yeah, exactly. So and I show up on time. I'm the only one who shows up on time for practice. Those are facts.
2: That's something that comes with being old, too. Because when you're young, it's like, eh, there's no rules, there's no law. You're just like, you know, you're living it. But when you're older, you have to, like, manage all these annoying things.
0: Sounds like always Scouts mentality is what it sounds like. You know, so why did the band break up in the first place?
2: You know what? I, um... I've contemplated that. I mean, I, I really feel that the scene was kind of at that time, at least in my mind, changing to the point of because we were now playing bigger shows. We were dealing with all these like bigger bands. You know, a lot of them that we love, like worship, some some bad seeds, people that were only really there to. I don't even know how to explain it. There was a lot. I feel at the time, all these bands are now, you know, they're all accountants now. Probably, but you know, these people like they weren't they weren't about unity and bringing people together and bettering people and like. Literally, physically picking up someone off the ground who fell—like it was—the scene had a kind of was so many people were coming and going, and I didn't feel that. Once we got out of the little local scene, like I felt like I didn't feel like I felt like a, even more of an outsider before I got into punk. And to me, punk rock is like you know the weirdos, the freaks, the losers, the nerds. Like those people need to like band together, you know. And I saw the scene just like going—not a, a—not a good way for me. I was just like, no, this is not. There's too many egos and things going on I'm just like I'm gonna go be recluse and play my guitar in my room but um, yeah I mean you know kind of half that people just changing and deciding what they're gonna do with their life their career moving and the band just kind of um, you know it it sucks because it ended right as like we still had really awesome offers to like you know play California and like at one point we had uh, an offer to play in Tokyo which was like still my my freaking dream but um, it's just kind of thing where you get old and people change and the scene and you know so it just kind of—I think it, even though it, legit broke up, it ended very naturally. It was like, okay, this is over. We're, we're pulling the plug on the on the band for a little bit, at least. So,
0: so now it's gotten better, and you think uh, we should get back together? Is that what's going back on? Back
2: in it's it's like it's, it's like when you turn on like a piece of machinery from like like in your garage from like ten years ago. Like it's dusty, but like now it's starting to move, and we're like you know tweaking it with a little oil, and it's like it's this fine-tuned machine again. but. I don't see a band as a machine ever I see a band as like this organic thing that can like change I mean my favorite bands of all time were the bands that were like a minute away from breaking up any any second someone could die someone could you know get arrested someone could uh,
0: my favorite by a car yeah my favorite bands were the ones <laughs> were like get in a car
2: accident. my favorite bands were the bands that like weren't doing this like oh let's do let's record for three months let's go tour for six months let's go you know sit in our our houses for two months. like it was just like punk rock was never an exact like uh, you know yeah you don't to me like uh, you might as well be in like Boston or Journey or something you know some like 70s like super band like you know we that was never interesting to us like any of those people we wanted to just like you know we played like we played shows that like someone threw together in like
1: like two hours or yeah like you know just roll the dice and let the chips fall where they may if you will it's just like whatever you know
0: it would be cool to be like Journey where you hear like at least one or two Journey songs on the way to work and back every day, every day but they haven't played for decades or some yeah, crap like yeah. that.
2: We were, just like, we were just always against the, like, uh, the, you know, some people just do that formula. I hate when bands do that formula. It's like you might as well be punching in at the factory. It's like, you know, so for us to do this now out of nowhere, people are like, wait, why? It's, it's because it felt right. It's like, you know, my favorite songs of all time is uh, The Time Was Right by The Partisans, you know, and it's just. It's not really about a band or anything, but it just seems like it's you know sometimes things just mature and it's like it's time and there's no you can't analyze it so and we've been getting offers for like Canada, Germany, you know no. Connecticut, Las Vegas, Salt Lake City, Denver, and like anyway listening we we are gonna make it happen somehow so so it's it's just it's it's beyond it's just more baffling that the band is uh, in yeah,
1: it's baffling it's baffling that uh, we're more baffled by the fact that people are so many people are into it now, you know, and, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess, uh, because the internet and because of, like, you know, people can, like, look at, like, rare, like, I would consider us, like, a rare band, like, a, a band that you would be, like, oh, man, I found this Boy Scout 7, that's pretty cool, I heard about them, or something yeah. like that, like, or, eBay, somewhere in the back of, don't like, spend, the, uh, don't spend fifty please somewhere in, like, the back, like, index of, like, an American hardcore punk book, you know, but the, uh, so the fact that, like, people are interested yeah. is, like, is really cool, too, so it's, like, we can do that, and, we, you know, we can play some shows, and have some fun yeah, you know I mean,
2: it's, um, it's a
1: little bit easier to do it's harder to do because everybody's like occupied with their lives you know outside of this uh, but it's also easier to do because you're like we're mature now like we're more like okay we have to be here we have to show up you know like there's
2: but a night up. after like last night we played uh, Observatory you know Constellation yeah. uh, you'd be a maniac you'd be a, an insane person to not want to like relive that once more ten yeah. times more it was just to see people were just like and of course, we, uh, we only learned a certain amount of songs. We had it like, boom, this so is what we know we got off. People were calling for an encore. We had to go up like sheepishly and be like, sorry, it's all we learned. It was really embarrassing. But I
1: just ran. I didn't everybody know. Was re- everybody I was like, I don't, don't want to. Everybody was really cool. We, on, like... we also said, like before we left, we, we, we put this together like really quickly. You know, the, uh, the shows were booked in February. We started practicing. They were,
2: they were booked, uh, not to interrupt, they were booked I... like maybe November.
1: Yeah, they were booked in November, and we didn't start practicing until like you called me. You called me, in, um, it was like the middle of December. See,
2: I have a, I have a tendency to
1: like and agree. You like, hey, I'm in a bind.
2: <laughs> I have a tendency to agree to something and make it happen.
1: Yeah. No, at at all, at, so at all costs. We kind all of cause. threw it together really quick. We, That's my we learned my, my style. We learned um we learned almost all the songs except for like two. And then we were like right before we left for we like. You know, if we're headlining a show, people are probably going to want an encore, and then we were just like, all of us like at the same time, we're just like, there will be no encore. You know, well, what's really funny is we uh,
2: we used to cover "Fight to Live" by Blitz, one of our favorite songs, and I was like, come on, dudes, you know, we got to learn this cover, we got to do it. Everybody's like, fine, let's do it, and I I forgot like the bridge, I forgot like the outro, like the little weird little outro thing, so um, it didn't happen. But I mean, you know, to to play last night was just like I've never, I almost thought I was like watching someone else play because it was just a sea of like just beautiful people just jumping and flying and, and, you know, grabbing my mic and, like, you know, touching my guitar. It was, like,
0: very weird. It's very cool. Uh, so. You just answer my next question about, like, how did you get these shows together? Did you practice and all that stuff? But, yeah, we,
1: yeah, we practiced, like, we were practicing, we like... We hit it pretty hard. Yeah, we, we were um, practicing twice, two, three times a week sometimes. Uh, right before we left, we
0: were practicing about three times a week. And we did didn't Did you have, remember the songs, or did you have to look up, like, how these things were done? Well,
2: I'll admit, I kind of, like, had a for like months and months thinking you know maybe you know because we had promoters that were like loving the band when they were kids now they're like you know i'm sure you you know you met nacho for uh concrete jungle entertainment brought us out here he was in a you know he loved you know punk rock as a kid and got into the oil scouts and now he's you know putting on these like massive shows you know punk invasion these like ridiculous tours and bands and um you know he um he was always like matt like i got an offer for you and I, for months, I was like, oh, dude, I'm like, you know, let me get back to you in June. Let me get back to you in, you know, in October. Let me get back to you after, after New Year. And he's like, dude, listen. He's like, he listen, I'm making an offer for you. He's like, we have Blank 77, three shows. Can you get out here? And I was just like, uh, yes. And I just, before I just said no, I was like, yes. And then I had the task of, like,
0: putting the know, band back together. Yeah, like,
2: I mean, I just, at the t- I, we had to really get everything back together, like, you know because you know, when you know when you're when you're young in a band, like your 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 gear is like your, it's like your it's like your your, your weapon. Yeah, well, it was almost like your weapon or something. It's like I had to like you know build up my gear and get the yeah. You're, I had to relearn like a lot of the br- I always forget bridges and outros, but the the core guts were there, so I did remember those. You know.
0: Well, let's take a listen to another song. Since we've been talking so much, let's take a listen to the song called "Nuke the Nazis," which I hear has a story behind it. it what's does. A, what's that? What's the story behind that?
2: Well, um, Gabe, who's not here. Um, you know, we had we had put the band together And, you know, even at a young age The one thing I'll brag about is we, you know, we were socially conscious Like, you know, we we would not deal with racism We would not deal with, you know, seeing a friend be, like, beat up by some cop We knew with some like, on some power trip Like, and, um, so, you know, we really loved this song, "Nuke the Nazis um, Kind of became, like, our unofficial anthem It was, you know, a popular thing And, um, Gabe, the bass player Who, you know, wrote most of the lyrics Came up with the concept He, um, unfortunately was, uh, this guy came up to him and goes, hey, you know, I hear you hate Nazis. And he goes, yeah? <laughs> like, you know, who else, what, what, what does someone say to that? Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, he goes, well, I'm a Nazi, what do you think of that? And he took out uh, like a paring knife and stabbed him in the neck and the back and the shoulder, you know, hundreds of stitches later. It was like a pretty big deal too. Uh, and it was like, uh, I almost felt like, it's like when something like that happens, it's not just a song anymore. It's like, like you know, we wrote this because we believe in it and it's like, you know, you got to defend that to the death if you have to, I mean, you know, so, that was a pretty interesting, That I mean, and that was, we were young, I was like, maybe 16, I was like on the school bus, and I heard about a report, you know, they didn't say his name, obviously, because he was, you know, not 18, but, heard about somebody getting stabbed, you know, minor getting stabbed, and blah, 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 and I found out a couple hours later, my bass player, you know, it was, it was a really heavy thing, because, like, you know, I'd, we had been in the band, we had been friends, and like, it was like, I didn't know, it was really serious, like, serious thing, so, Luckily, he, um, well, the only good thing is that I got to switch to guitar. Because when we started, I was playing bass, and I wasn't really good. And unfortunately, when he was stabbed, he had to get, you know, do a lot of re- rehabilitation. And I moved over to guitar, which I had wanted to do. So it just, it worked out naturally. Not that I condone stabbing anyone ever, but um, because of that, you know, for some for some reason, it just, it really gave the band this, like, uh, not purpose, but just, it, it really solidified what we were saying. It wasn't just like, oh, these... Anybody can write a, a, a socially conscious song or a poem or a story, but this
1: was, like, yeah, this is real, like, you know. What's interesting, too, is about going, just jumping off, sure. the, like, piggybacking oh, on the uh, social conscious thing is, like, we still, like, even as a band, like, we well, sit here. down with, like, we, we well, were actually, we like, this morning we were talking about, uh, we we still, like, you know, we, we talk about politics. So, like, we talk about, like, things, you know, so all of us have, like, different, like, yes. belief systems yes. kind of, but, but we're, like, we'll sit down and, like, we'll start talking about it. Like, this morning before we came to the show, like, we had this really long conversation about, like, you know, bunch of like different like political topics you know so that's what's cool too it's like there's still like you know you're you're your social conscious but like there's a philosophy behind it and, like we actually discuss these philosophies and like it's it's cool you know like that's uh i think that's what being in a band's about. band is about being in a band is like more like it's not only like like matt was saying earlier it's like it's about carving out a piece of yourself and like you know it's just yeah. the uh it's it's an outlet it's like it's you know it's artistic i guess in a way
0: and then the um you know it's just it keeps to... the band going too yeah, when you've everybody got it keeps everybody on the yeah, same page you know about a
2: socially you know a socially conscience con- conscience con- con- conscious topic you know what I mean you might not have someone in the band that totally agrees but, like you know we've had talks about socialism communism fact like you know it's like it's almost like you're always evolving you're always learning so if you're writing something it's like you might someone might need to be informed or turned on to something before this it's even a song and like that might feel it you know you might Make someone be like, oh my, you know, I didn't, re- I never researched this, or I never realized that, and you know, organically, like things do change. But you know, when you have like a you know, something as serious as that, I mean, to us, it was just like, there's, you know, you write a song like that, and something like that happens. I mean, you, you, it's not something just to be taken lightly. So that song, we like we played it last night, oh my God, to see that many hands in the air, like you know, saying like, you know, nuke, that obviously to nuke Nazis. It's kind of hard to nuke a small amount of. Horrible fucking people. Yeah, but you get the Especially idea. You, put them all in one spot. you know, it's like when you use letters that have the same letters, it builds energy. You know, like the N and the N. Like it. Maybe it was just the name that really did it, but that topic itself, people love. So
0: I'm surprised about you uh, playing that song in Orange County because I'm not sure if you know about the Nazi following down there in we Orange County. we
1: heard weird, weird stuff. Like, I, I, but you hear about that like everywhere you go. You hear about that. Like, unfortunately, it's fortunately it is everywhere, and I think it's become. Now, with the way things are, I think it's becoming a little bit more prominent and a little more like out in the open. And I think it's unfortunately. I think any
2: racism is either fear or someone just so uh, trying to attach himself to something because they have nothing in their life that they get like drawn into like some sinister, idiotic fucking world so
1: tell us but, about orange county though what's what is yeah. that, is See, that orange it's the county,
0: place i, I always of, avoid because uh, of those kinds I of things think of like, oh, okay, I, yeah.
2: when i think of orange county i think of like skateboard ramps and, and and awesome old empty pools i think of like mongoose bmx bikes i think of like, stuff stuff like 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 the adolescents i think of like yeah i think of like people in like vans and like like bleached hair and just like being yeah, all well. being all sunny and totally opposite of like our horrible snowy okay. icy fucking
1: wasteland. Dark, factories concrete, and jungle. Factories rusty. and snow,
2: brown snow.
1: Yeah. And Yellow snow everywhere. The point
2: is, we love California and like I'm looking at these palm trees thinking like do I want to go back to like some like ice encrusted dying evergreen? No, I, I want to be by this fucking... So
0: you guys brought like these heavy rains over to California. Uh, actually, that was the fortunately.
2: We, we brought the, the, the storm. We had like there was like, like a foot of water on the road we were on. Roof was yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, no, Interstate 5 or uh, 105 or something. Yep. So.
0: Yeah, it hasn't rained so hard for decades, probably. Well, that's good. That's good. The, uh, got a lot of
1: punk you rock guys are having a, a drought, drought, from what I understand. Yeah, you guys
0: ended the drought for
1: us. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, anyways, since we've been talking like forever, let's take a listen to I'm another song. Now,
4: when I start drinking,
0: I'm sorry. Oh, in that case, maybe we need to drink some more. Let's take a listen to the song we've been talking about called Nuke the Nazis by the Oi Scouts. We're out here with the Oi Scouts. You're listening to the punk rock demonstration. Welcome back that was the hell that's did i just play mohawk. that kid's got
2: probably like like a jake-sized
1: mohawk. it's a little bit shorter actually
2: i'm saying he's got a mm-hmm. whole like that's like that's your three-hour thing no nah, maybe not mohawks are faster but
1: yeah to really do the whole thing i used to really get mine up like i had it down to a science that's scientifically. Like i used to get, to get so up up much
2: hairspray quickly. on my fingers like i'd be playing and like like if, if a piece of sweat got on me it was like this molten itchy like hairspray sweat and like my
1: eyes yeah like, you play a show back then and like you'd start you start sweating and like p- your eyes would just start burning see, like, 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 like you'd be like oh you, you like see people put like, soap in your hair and stuff like you that know, like, you see people cleaning the off Irish off their, their forehead
2: because like their hairspray was like dripping into their eyeballs yeah. but
1: well, look I don't have any eye damage from all that
0: true that sounds like some exciting stuff that happened back then yeah <laughs> I don't think people do that nowadays or if they do I don't know I think they've got AC for that mm-hmm. yeah, exactly <laughs> uh oh
3: what
2: the fuck are you fucking rock stars doing? We're doing a big, awesome interview. You Want to join us? Rock demonstration? I thought I was doing a fucking. You were doing your other interview. We don't want to be rude to them. Close that, the door. I, I've been done with that fucking forever. They told. Us, I think that Nacho told us you were doing still doing that other interview. We didn't see you.
0: You want to join I, us? We're I, still doing. I it.
3: left that and then I went inside. Nobody knew where the fuck y'all were. Fucking
2: where's Adam anyway? This was this was the quietest spot. To do it we have many uh, many a uh, punks many a uh, cars going by right we got well, hit. it's we eight us? fucking
3: dollar beers inside
2: yeah, fuck. welcome to, uh, welcome to the interview the guy that started the band <laughs> Gabe we're we're not gonna like scramble into a big pile and like you know, yo this van like, got hit by a, a rowdy yeah, a rowdy, juggards, yeah we hit, yo yeah. we got hit by a rowdy bunch of uh yuppies got hit by a rowdy bunch of yuppies yep two yuppies hit the van and, and I Pretend that like, they
0: hurt my head. <laughs> this is like a hipster town over here. Wait, did here. they uh, literally? Yes.
3: Did they hit it like with a car? Yeah, anything? with a car. We got <laughs> oh, it on awesome. There's a fucking rental. <laughs> We're back. Boy, don't pay the bills. Ass Whoa! Please. I already referenced that, dude. Yeah, I, and by the way, like for the hero- record of any Broken Heroes listening, uh, Was it Broken Heroes? We came up with that. That's an Oy Scouts reference right there. I thought uh, it was I'm kidding. That was that was it was an Oy Scouts re- or it was a Broken Heroes reference, but we've ripped off the Broken Heroes so much it's almost a joke
0: now. Absolutely. Yeah, we just played the song um Nuke the Nazis. Well, yes. We've got Gabe over here joining us from the Oy Scouts that we've been talking about all throughout the interview, wondering where we he's peppered at. peppered
2: the interview you know, <laughs> like Gabe references and stories and anecdotes. That's yeah, so. great. So, so, Gabe, here.
3: what
0: do you play in the band, the Oy Scouts?
3: Uh, I play the bass. Uh, I, I was on vocals for a second, but uh, I'm back on the bass. So we got definitely a much better singer than I could ever hope to be. So,
0: so how was it like getting back together with the Oy Scouts?
3: Uh, I, I hated the idea more than anything on the face of the planet. Now nah, I'm kidding. Uh, it, it was weird, like, because... Uh, We kind of did everything like bass backwards. To be perfectly honest, we kind of put the cart before the horse. uh, Well, I gotta give Matt put the cart before the the horse booking all these bunch of shows before we'd even finished our band or had a fucking practice or anything yet. But uh, I gotta say as, as much shit as much shit as I've talked on it. That did light a fire under our asses.
2: And we've been talking about doing this for fucking years. So. Oh, yeah. Gabe and I would have these talks of, like, he'd call me up and say, you know, let's do this. And I would be like, well, you'd call me up and say you would call me up and say hey do you think
5: this is
3: can we do this and I'm like yeah dude let's fucking do it (laughs) and he's like oh but really
5: yeah
3: let's fucking do it and that that was about I just consolidated about like fucking seven fucking years for you guys just now, so you know, it's like it's, I'm Matt from
0: Boy Scouts, and I approve that message. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was gonna ask, like, what happened during all we the suck. years of being quiet? I don't know
2: you'll see in us seriously. Like, I yes. don't know what anybody sees in us Holy besides a shit. couple of you know catchy little little numbers, yeah. but um,
0: yeah, so we're just talking about that song "Nuke the Nazis" and how you were how you the got greatest
3: working class rip-off, You're talking to them, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> how
0: you got stabbed all that. So, what year did that happen? In?
3: Oh, that was in uh, 1997. Uh, I was seventeen. I was seventeen. No, well, no, you know that was only the first time. I, I, I've been stabbed quite a few times over the years. So I, <laughs> that, that I have a, I I'm a a, I have a stabbable personality. Yeah, that, you know? that, takes away, like, that takes away. the... And I don't hold it against any motherfucker who's ever done it. But that
2: takes away like, the, of the original stabbing.
3: Let's let's concentrate on the on the original
2: stabbing. Yeah. That kay? was the only time
3: that I would say somebody stabbed me irrationally. Any of the other times, oh. I can see where they're fucking coming from, honestly. <laughs> like, I mean, I gotta give credit where it's fucking due, you know? Like, it's just, what can I say? I'm a, I am try to be a fair person, you know? So, so fair enough, you got stabbed. <laughs> stabbed
4: a so few since, times.
0: since we're on the topic of like what happened during all the years you were quiet, have you guys that worked on other projects? We uh, so, yeah, first well, Yeah, time, yeah. He means now yeah Most now Bernard <laughs> yeah. but so what are you in are you, any other projects now or during the time you were not playing in the noise Scouts uh,
3: right, you go first
2: I was in some kind of noisy shoegazer guitar heavy on effects pedals influenced by just you know a lot of other noisy bands project and you know it was never something I re- I, I kind of wanted to be like Hold up in a house with, like, you know, garage band and all these weird effects pedals just making that kind of noise. So I was in some kind of, you know, alternative shoegazery noise bands and just, you know, played a couple of shows. It wasn't really about doing anything other than just, like, making noise and having fun, but, um...
0: What about you, Chris? Well, I recently joined
1: the Oy Scouts. The, uh... But when, uh... Back in the day, I was in a band called Blind Society. We did a split seven-inch with the Gods. We used to play shows with them all the time. And uh, I've been
2: trying to steal you, him. You since...
3: guys got so much bigger than us. Stop being.
1: Listen, I've been but trying. The, uh, I've been trying to steal this guy since two thousand three. The
3: only guy here has been
2: to LA. In two thousand three, he kind of was like, you know, we we were gonna start, you know, maybe even start practicing, talking about it more. It never really happened, but I wanted this guy, and somehow I finagled him away from his. Other duties in life but well, Matt
1: would um. Matt would fill in for us Every now and then Like if our, our For some reason Like my old band Like our guitar player Would break his wrist every year Because he was a skateboarder And it was very annoying And uh, so Matt would fill in for us Like a lot And so and we played shows with them We did the split seven I And mean, like we were on the same label So it was like You know We were, yeah. we're all like brothers You know And then the uh, I was in After that band broke up I was in a band called uh, uh, Straight Jack and Mind We didn't really do anything I was in a band called Guild Trip That put out uh, A couple records uh, after that, I was in a band called Old Ghost from uh, Jersey City, and then I was in a, and recently up until I did the Oy Scouts, I was in a band called Real Cops with some of the members from- I never got to see them. Some of the members of uh, Tear It Up.
0: And I know Gabe has an eclectic story about that. What What about you? What have you eclectic been doing? Eclectic story about what? About what happened while you were not playing in the Oy Scouts.
3: Well, um, I, 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 I moved to Nashville in 2002. Um, did. Uh, doing outlaw country project of kind of, I mean, generically, like, you know, most punks say, oh, like Hank three type stuff. And yeah, a lot of other influences, but for the sake of simplifying, yeah, like Hank three type stuff, it's uh, one of my heroes and uh, became a good friend of mine down that way. Uh, Hank Williams, the third, you know, the grandson of Hank senior, the son of Hank junior he's a total punk rocker. Uh, he's country as fuck, just like his family. But man, he's one of us. He's awesome, uh, and uh, you awesome know, uh, uh, like I, I grew up on like bluegrass and old school country music. You know, uh, we're we're actually from, if you could believe this, New Jersey actually has a sliver of Appalachia in it. In in it, it, it's Appalachia in the south, Appalachia in the north, and so we're Appalachia in Sussex County, right there, the Kittatinny Mountains and. Uh, you know, I grew up listening to old country and bluegrass and shit. And, you know, when I was uh, having a little bit of downtime there for a minute, I, I got heavily back into it. Uh, and, you know, me and Doug from Squiggy would drive around listening to Johnny Cash, like, fucking relentlessly. And I'm like, you know, I gotta play this fucking shit. I don't need a band to back me up because I can just get up there with a the guitar and do it. And the best part about that was um, I was able to write love songs and because uh, I could be like kind of a romantic sometimes and it's the way, reason I did country instead of emo was because you know it's like you, it's like you get to be emo instead of but you get to keep your testicles so uh you know and, and plus you know I knew what I was talking about because you know I spent a lot of time in the sticks hunting fishing foraging wild plants and shit like that and seeing so, you know, I was able to keep it fucking real on that level and to me you know, they're, they're like, uh, one of the most, not only reconcilable, but quintessential things together is, you know, with the just anarchy of being punk and the anarchy of being out in the wild, you know, there's like, uh, and you can't separate those two for me, you know? Um, and that was a big influence on my own music, uh, for a cheap plug, you could find my, So far only, but there will be more uh, solo album. Punk Rock Redneck is on Working Class Records. Uh, The same as uh, Boots for the Beatdown is um, by the Oy Scouts and a lot of other good stuff. You look at workingclassrecords.com. That's run by our old friend uh, Doug from Squiggy. Uh, You know? um, And uh, goddamn, I had a lot of of fucking good times doing that shit, man. Fucking crazy, crazy fucking scene with all the... All the fucking hillbilly punks in the fucking south—they're fucking awesome motherfuckers. Like, uh, they're, they're their own thing. They're just, you know, incredible. I don't have enough bad. Well, I don't. I don't have enough good things to say about them. I don't have any bad things to say about them whatsoever.
0: So, are you still doing that project now. Uh,
3: I, I've been on a little downtime from it. Uh, like obviously, we're doing the Oy Scouts again. Uh, I, you uh, know, you doing I. It officially? Uh, here and there, you know, but it's in any capacity, it's taken quite a bit of, it's a lot more work to play in a band and coordinate several other people than doing your own shit. And then occasionally, like if you have enough money to pay them, recruiting like backup band members, most of, most of the shows I play solo, I do just me and the guitar. Um, uh, it's just easier, I often record with a band, uh, in fact, actually, uh, the last studio recording, I made solo, uh, Chad and Tim from the Blank 77 back me up, and, uh, at risk of outing them as also hillbillies, which they are, uh, Tim, Tim plays, like, the meanest fucking slide guitar you've ever heard in your fucking life, uh, it came out sounding excellent, um, but, uh, where are we going with this? That was the question. We're going on about how, uh, where
0: can people find more information about the Oy Scouts?
2: After all of these many uh, years, I finally, I just, I was like so nervous. I went to like GoDaddy. I'm like, theoyscouts.com, someone's got it. Because every, you know, someone has our Facebook, someone has everything you can imagine. My, you know, things we never really got to control and I just, and oyscouts.com was available. So that's going to be up soon. We have a, I have a short little bio. We have, you know, our show information. We're going to be putting our merch up there. but um. You know, more excitingly, you know, we'll be hopefully announcing all the new things we're doing, songs and tours, and just.
3: Sweet, Is that fucking. I think that's
2: fucking. Gabe just saw a girl he liked. No, no,
3: no, it's a friend of mine, fucking. Um, Even better. Shit, what's her name?
2: (laughs) So yeah, so um, we do have a website, but um, you know, we're trying to we're trying to secure our Facebook. If you're the fan that made the Facebook,
0: can you give us the password? We'll send you a shirt. Uh, So that's facebook.com/slash/theoyscouts. Fucking lazy. So, what about you, uh, Gabe? Do you have uh, information about where people can find more information about your stuff?
3: Well, uh, there were a few voice things Matt failed to mention. Well, uh, once again, uh, if you want like, hard copies the CDs, workingclassrecords.com. And uh, I believe Jake uh, from the cat, or whoever bought Charged Records, no, that's, Jake, spe- yeah, Jake, that's yeah. passed hands a couple times. No, Jake's, uh, Jake's still got some records left. Jake's still got some records left? You sure? All right, I Jake. they for sale, I think. He's if. Gymnastics. You know, if you, yeah, if you see Jake Casualty on the fucking road, uh, if you want, like, a strength in numbers 7-inch, ask him for it, because the last, like, million times I've gone and seen those guys, he's flat-out told me he has a warehouse full of the motherfucking things, but, like, he's got, like, his Endless Struggle 7-inch, his comps, and, like, a bunch of the other bands he put out besides the casualties, there's never an Scouts one with him, and I'm just like, fucking dude, if you don't want those, I'd... Like even when I was solo, when the Oi Scouts weren't even thinking about being a band again, I was like, i would fucking sell those on the road with me, and I should have brought the rest of my solo CDs out here because I didn't think people would be asking for them. They have been, so fuck fuck me. What's really funny I thought was, is
2: I had um, I thought it was a better business. My my mom found a box of records of all different like you know old 45s, and there were a few Oi Scouts in there, but they were in like a you know a hot summer attic. So some of them were like warped and weird. So there were there were there were a few records lying around, but we are you know everything is sold out. Unfortunately, you have to uh, get really lucky and find it. Or but you know we're we're trying to get things re-released, make it cheaper, make it easier to get. Maybe put some new songs, some old songs.
0: So there will be more Oi! music, old and new. Very cool. So like let's take a listen to this one last song by the Oy Scouts. You can find more information about the Oy Scouts at theoyscouts.com. The so Is that correct?
2: Oy you know? Find the more. Theoyscouts.com. M- d-
0: and as a reminder, if anyone's got the Facebook of what? The Oy Scouts?
2: Whoever owns the Oy Scouts Facebook,
0: I, I'm prepared to make you this substantial offer
2: one free shirt and a hand signed uh, piece of paper by Gabe he's a paper. What, what am I, the guy who invented paper? Like, what's. I like, figured was like a, it was cheap and we're on a budget, we're on tour. Sounds so. like an excellent offer.
0: You so. can, can find more information about, about my show, Punk Rock Demonstration, at punkrockdemo.com. So here's the song called Police Harassment by the Oy Scouts. You You've been listening to, to the Punk Rock down. Demonstration. <laughs>
2: I approve that message. (laughs)
0: by the oi scouts you're still listening to the punk rock demonstration i'm still jack hopefully you enjoyed that oi scouts interview figured i'd play bleeding hearts because a lot of people asked what in the world does that song mean and we didn't talk about it on the program but i talked with the oi scouts and found out exactly what that song meant so if you want to know i guess i'll tell you so it's basically about i guess in summary complaining about complaining it's like freedom of speech and you're on the right side, or you're on the left side, and no matter what you do, you're going to be complaining about the other side, and that's basically what it's about. Freedom of speech, I guess. Anyways, we're going to play some more punk rock, because it's the punk rock demonstration. My website, punkrockdemo.com. Again, that's punkrockdemo.com. We're here every Monday from 7 p.m. until 9 p.m. Pacific Time, and every Tuesday from 7 a.m. until 9 a.m. Pacific Time. That's the repeat of Monday's show. That broadcasted the evening before. Right now I want to play some Niblick Henbane since we talked about Niblick Henbane and they're also one of my favorite bands from back in the day. This song is called Life Over the Edge. <laughs>
6: What? Again, that's twice this week. I put. I put no, no. I'm not having it. If you walk out that door, you're not getting back in.
0: That was some Entropy with Nuts and Bolts. Stupid Cow was before Entropy. That song's called All Have Gone. Reno Divorce with Firecracker before Stupid Cow. And then we had In Defense with Corporate Bailout before that. Crashed Out with One of the Boys before In Defense and Wasted Life with Animal Instinct. And we've got the nice hot California weather now that the Oy Scouts have gone. The Oy Scouts brought like this freezing weather and tons of rain and everything like that. And now we're back to the 80s and 90s. So from freezing and flooding my plants to roasting my plants within a week. It's wonderful. California weather for you. Sort of like that song that uh, Katy Perry sings. I'm sure you've heard of it called California Girls. That's California for you. Anyways, we've got more interviews coming up probably. I was going to interview the virus and starving wolves, but then I got sick. Not the kind that you can fix with medication or... Drinking lots of fluids. It's a skin problem. So Got a little sick with that. So we didn't do that interview, but we'll be doing some more later on down the line Hopefully that means that you won't be hearing interviews for at least a couple weeks You'll be hearing punk rock, which I'm sure you'll love But last week we did an interview with Corrupted Youth So I figured we'll put some Corrupted Youth on the program and call it interview seasons over for now This next song is by Corrupted Youth off of their new album So it's called System Corruption.
6: This is Deke B. called junior, <laughs> my American friend, um, introducing punk rock demonstration with Jack Nudity Jack. Jack. So, see, Jack, you're an oaty one.
0: with don't forget me tommy one of my favorites by the freeze and then shattered faith with no nuclear war before that d-mob with anti police before shattered faith andy the singer from d-mob is moving to california and we did an interview also with d-mob also on the website punkrockdemo.com vice squad was before d-mob That song's called punk police and problems with no time was before vice squad we did an interview with every single one of those bands actually except for problems maybe we'll get that on there so check the website punkrockdemo.com and keep tuning into the show and you'll be sure to find all the interviews of all the bands i play and maybe some more i want to continue with more punk rock this is a new one by vermin warfare the song's called you're a nazi sympathizer was the Harrington Saints with Claret and Blue. Love that song. Then we heard Violent Affair with Stronger Than Before. The Nazi Dogs with Living in the Past was before Violent Affair. And then we heard The Crapple with Save the Beer. And we're out of time unfortunately so we're going to end off the program with the Pulsons. I didn't end off the show last week with the Pulsons even though I wanted to because we ran out of time also. So we're going to play them here. This is a new wavy kind of punky band i guess and this song's called punks by the polsons check out my show again next week on punkrockdemo.com 7 p.m pacific time on mondays <laughs>
7: What you want, what you are so What you gonna do See it here, see it there I'm Gonna see it Where you are You know it's giving you the fear Every day we know we got to care Every day I take a look So fine Any way you take a look So what's it gonna be again? Every time you take a look You know Any way you take a look So what's it gonna be again? To survive, it's taking in your soul We know we go, every day I take a look So fine, every day I take a look So what's it gonna be again? Every day you take a look, you know Any way you take a look, so what's it gonna be again? Take a look, so fine Any way you take a look, so what's it gonna be again? Every time I take a hook, you know Any way you take a look, so what's it gonna be again? So look how they fell, welcome to hell It's what you know, so you can tell The only way up is the only way in Are you ready to go? It's a sin Every day I take a look, so fine Any way you take a look, so what's it gonna be again? Every time you take a look, you know Any way you take a look, so what's it gonna be again? So it can never be. Take a trip to the light. We're gonna see. Don't care, so be there. Ready for the fight, so it's near. Really wish to life. Every day I take a look, so fine. Anyway you take a look, so what's it gonna be again? Every time you take a look, you know. Anyway you take a look, so what's it gonna be again?
8: von vorn Neue Kinder die Knospen Wollen des Lebens Wasser kosten Und den Rost auf Menschenstraßen Lässt die Sonne jetzt verblassen Im Sommer, wenn die Felder grünen Und das Kind kann langsam gehen Zeit, um alles zu genießen Zeit, wo Glück und Liebe spießen
5: Ich tick die Wand zu wie Quarz, durch ist eine Sand-Tour.